Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. It is the day after TLTCon 2022, and we've got one of our mentors here, Hope. Hello! <laughs> Anything challenging is going to be hard. And so what? Hard could be the new fun. And not. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back, back. It distracts from the now. <laughs> I hope. I'm excited that you're here. I think yeah. this is going to be a very, very interesting episode. Yes. I've known you for many years. Yeah, this is true. And yet at the same time, every time I talk to you, Something else unfolds where I'm just like, oh my gosh. It's a little surprise. I didn't realize how cool Hope was. Yeah, thank you. So Hope, I want to get to know how you got to this position. Mm-hmm. How you got to the place where you're at TLT Con um, being a mentor. Oh my gosh. I wow. mean, okay so, okay, so you've been to TLT before, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, so my first year was in 2016. And I went to, so 2016, 2017, and then I count 2018 but I did the Europe trip, so that so TLT Con was actually in Europe, kind of thing, and that was a month long, and that was so fun. So yeah, so and is, then that, back. <laughs> is that the only time that you've been over there to Europe? Yeah, no. So I've actually been to Europe a few times before that, um, just like for family and like mission trips and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. When was your first time? Like in Europe, or yeah, yeah. Um, I went in, I think it was like 2015, I went to Europe and I really liked it. I went to Italy, which is, that's mm. fine. I went to Italy and I loved it. So, um, both of my parents are Italian, so I'm Italian. So we went and it was so fun and we did like everything you could think of. Like we did Rome, we did like the gardens or whatever, like just so magical. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, just <laughs> Italy. <laughs> wow, so. that's really, really cool. So, yeah. so you've gotten to travel the world. Yeah. I've been on a few mission trips and I'm like super, super passionate about like missions and traveling and like serving other people, you know, whatnot. And so, <laughs> so yeah, um, my first mission trip, I think I was 15 and we went to Mexico. I feel like that's so like the homeschool, like every homeschooler or like youth kid. Right of passage. Yeah. You're going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> mission trip first, Mexico. So loved it. But I never thought like, oh, like this is going to be my thing until I went and I got to just like see what it was like and loved it. It was great. I got to like help out in orphanages. We built a house. It was great. Wow. And then um, I think it was, I think it was 2017. I went to Columbia again with my parents and it was their mission strip and they were doing like a doctor thing, whatever, like chiropractic, mm. which is kind of fun fact. So, okay, so, okay, so your parents or parents is a chiropractor. Yeah, my dad's a chiropractor. And our parents met in school. Right. And so we've known each other since we were in the belly, but we just didn't know it until Ex- 2016. Right. Wow. That's it's crazy how full circle, <laughs> it all comes back around. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's take a step back. Okay. You mentioned you were homeschooled. Were you homeschooled throughout the entirety of your life or was that just a, a little season? My whole life. Oh, yeah. My parents nice. were like homeschooled. And I was like, okay. And it was all four of us. So my oldest is so Zach, Alex, me, and Sarah, um, all homeschooled through 
or whatever to now we're in college (laughs) yeah cool okay so how did you enjoy homeschooling um i actually hated it really (laughs) it was not my strong suit which kind of like shows a little bit of my testimony because um yeah i didn't really have the best (laughs) growing up um my brothers and my sister were very like good academically except my brother but that's another whole thing but they were just like they read a lot more sooner than i did and it's like I feel like there's this huge expectation as a homeschooler. Oh, you're going to get like straight A's because you're just at home and you're learning, you get all the answers. But for me, I didn't like start learning and start reading until I was like, like fluently. It's almost like embarrassing, like 10 because (laughs) it was, it was like a struggle. And I feel like that's just what held me back with a lot of things. Mm. Um, And it really was because I had, I myself had a speech impediment and like, learning just disability and nothing was processing and like that's just what put me in a really really dark place so so you were diagnosed with some sort of learning disability yeah by who so by like my own doctor which is my dad (laughs) (laughs) oh did that put a strain on your guys relationship at all um no not really um i know that my parents are really loving and they do care about me a lot but I just don't like the attention of like, okay, we're going to hold you back because you're not getting it. And it's like, I'm the person where like you put a challenge in front of me, I'm going to go for it. But if you're holding me back because of something I can't not do, it just, it messes me up mm. so much. So this affected your psyche throughout you learning in school. You, yeah. you, you may have had some negative self-talk. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. For the longest time. I like, until I was about like 15, 15, 16 years old, I had, like, terrible, terrible depression because really? it just, it held me back. Like, a lot of my friend groups were younger because I was, like, you know, in homeschool group, like, I wasn't hanging out with those older kids that were my age. It was, like, the younger kids because that's the grade that I was in and, like, love homeschooling, but it's, like, you, it, it's shown in, like, homeschool community that you're held back because everybody's, like, so close-knit, and that just was really embarrassing and, like, made me feel even worse about myself because now all my friends knew that I was struggling with this something that I just like couldn't I couldn't handle or have control over. So mm. that was really hard. So what was some of that negative self talk like like what did that sound like? Oh my gosh. Um so it was a lot of like, yeah, I can't do this, like you're not good enough. Like I've had like people in my life even tell me like you're just just want to let you know, like, you'll probably never be able to go to college or write a good essay because just this is such a huge thing. And, like, no way. it's just, it's never going to happen for you. And I don't want to put anybody, like, say any names, but, like, that really hurt. Because, like, as a young person, you see all, again, like, all your friends or even your siblings do all these amazing things. And you be told you're probably not going to be able to go to college or even finish high school. So just, like, get what you can done and then just figure it out. Like, you'll, so... For me, it was like, okay, so then I'll just be a missionary. I'll do, like, these little small things. And, like, as a joke, I would tell myself, okay, so I'll just, like, get married and, like, make chicken for my husband. (laughs) I'm just so rare because I don't even eat meat now. (laughs) And so, like, I just, I was so, so, so negative about myself. And I allowed people to be negative towards me. And, like, in a sense, like, just people just kept speaking death into my life. And honestly, I just haven't, I haven't, I wasn't able to just feel the love or spoken life over me at least i wasn't allowing it to because i was so, such a depression state mm. yeah. so you felt like you were dumb yeah people told you you wouldn't go to college you wouldn't graduate high school 
Right. You just should probably think about cooking some chicken. <laughs> chicken, yes. <laughs> Bunch Preferably of chicken. fried, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this caused you with your, in your teenager years, 15, 16, to just be very depressing. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Ever get to the point where you're like suicidal? Yeah. So when really? I was 12, I tried to commit suicide. And because I was done, like I just, mm. I felt like that ch- child in the family that was like holding people back because I'm not going to go into details of my family, but my family are pretty successful in like what they do. And sure. like, I'm very passionate. My family is really passionate. And so to know that I wouldn't be able to amount to anything, I was just like, well, I don't want to hold anybody back. So uh, really sad, like to think about it now. Cause I'm like, that's not where I'm at, but I definitely was suicidal. And like, I mm. tried to commit suicide. At like 12. At 12. Wow. At 12. And that's like, what and it's a real thing it's a real thing like you don't think like oh it's 12 like no no no, no. like 12 years old you're depressing yeah depressing yeah. Depre- I, I <laughs> depressi, trying to minimize it but it's definitely yeah serious so yeah what changed in your mind to just be like you know what i can do i, did I can do this <laughs> yeah um so 2016 came around this is when you were 16 16 still depressed so so depressed back to the self-talk i think a lot of it was to like oh i'm i'm just gonna do the bare like not bare minimum of but just like the sidelines of things and i just i again just felt that my purpose in life was to stay on the sidelines and just to support other people like i was not that person that was going to be on stage or not that person that would like pursue a passion it was just to support other people and like that seems like a good thing but like when you're really thinking about it in a depressed stage with no like no one speaking life into you and no like I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Um, so twenty sixteen came around and my mom was like, Inage, Dr. Andrea has this like camp you should go to. And I was like, Okay, because I had nothing to do with my summer. Sure. So um we came, we came and we spent this is the start of it, which is interesting. We came and we spent like a few days here before camp started. And I was like very much like, Ange, like whatever you need. She's like, okay. And I like did dishes. I like cleaned the house. And I just, I love serving other people. Sure. So like, and, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, duh. I love doing this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so then I, um, I went to camp and I remember, it was one of those hard nights where they were asking like really deep questions and they were just like, stand up if like you feel this way or like, um, like what makes you just stop to like speak up or feel like you don't have the right to be in that position stuff like that. So I like raised my hand and I was just like, honestly, because what if you just feel like you're not good enough or like, what if you just, you know, don't feel called to do stuff like that. And Dr. Jeff was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what, right. are you, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, you know, because I, I just personally feel like I'm just, I'm not, like, meant to do, like, those great things. Like, you know, I'm meant to stay. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, I see you do amazing things. Like, you literally came into my house the other day for the first time. You just cleaned. And you were so sweet. And, like, you were just willing to do something that, like, nobody does. And you're like, you have such a servant's heart. Like, why wouldn't you want to do, like, these amazing things? And I'm like, I just... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's that pre-installed program in your brain telling right. you that you can't, that you, you're not enough and you can't be enough. Right. And so I just remember, I believe her name was Erin. I forgot. 
but she just like stood me up in front of everyone. <laughs> like, I felt so embarrassed. She stood me in front of everyone, and she's like, "I just, I want you to say this." I will. She like did this whole like tapping thing. She's like. <laughs> Like, and say, I am beautiful. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? So, like, I was like, this is so stupid. But I stood up and I was like, okay, I am beautiful. And she's like, louder. And I was like, what is good? Okay. And I was like, okay. And I, like, I was like, I am beautiful. And I kept going, like, louder and louder. And she was, and to the point where I just, like, was bawling and, like, that was coming out of me. It was just, like, crazy mess. And, like, people were trying to, like, comfort me. And, like, Dr. Jeff was like, no, like, she needs to break through this and know like she needs to speak life into herself mm. because if when people are trying to speak life into you, like it it's sometimes just goes in one just ear, not right. the other because you're not believing it for yourself. So just like after that night, I just felt like this huge, like awakening and like, just like this, like just something came off my chest, this huge burden of just so much death that I was speaking into myself until like the moment I started like recognizing and believing for myself that I can do great things and I can do the big adventure or like whatever. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> like crazy. Wow. So it really all started. It all happened in a day. It switched for you as far as the mindset goes to get you yeah. on track to be able yeah. to believe in yourself. Yeah. Now, did you end up going to college? So yeah, I went to college and actually, so like in 2017, asked me to like speak a, a, like a teaching. So I did a t teaching on love and I was like, wow, I really like this. And then the next year I went to the Europe trip in 2018 and I spoke more to like kids in Scotland and like I started getting on stage and like, like talking to people about like their identity and like all these like crazy things. I was like, what is going on? And then, um, 2019 I actually went to Israel for three months and I lived there what? and I yeah and I uh, got to speak to little kids and like older women who are like refugees and things like that can't go into details because uh, you know Israel's a little strict sure. so um yeah and I so and then in 2018 and then 2019 sorry 2019 I went to Israel and then in 2020 I went to college and at first you know I decided I'm just going to do, like, the bare minimum. And then, like, right before I, I went, my dad was like, why would you do the bare minimum? Like, you're going to a school to do something you love. Like, why would you get the best degree? And I was like, you're right. So then I was like, I'm going to sign up for my bachelor's degree. And then my dad was like, you should do more. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I did, like, my bachelor's degree in apologetics and leadership. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this. And then... Um, but I was like money and then money started not coming kind of things because because like, of COVID? No, like um like money became an issue because I don't have money for four years for college. But what really, really helped me is like when people believe in you because you believe in yourself, they're gonna help you out. Wow. <laughs> so I like wrote an essay to my school and I was like, Look, I believe in myself. I know this is what I wanna do in my life. I wanna get my bachelor's degree, like I but I need the money. And they were like absolutely wow. so i like started getting these scholarships and then like yeah so just things started blossoming there wow so you ever since 2016 that that self-talk switched yeah you now the seed was planted you mm -hmm. began to believe in your health mm -hmm. through elevate life into hlt you describe these 
transformational events taking place, getting yeah. to travel to Scotland, Israel, standing on stage, speaking, mm-hmm. realizing that you're capable, you're yeah. able, even though you grew up with this preconceived notion yeah. that you were unable, that you were a sideline character in your own life, that you were not worthy of even to love yourself. Right. Went from that to where you're at now. I Every time I talk to you, <laughs> wait, okay, wait, I got, I, I have to ask. Okay. So during camp, okay. you did this exercise with, oh my gosh. Of where you did like a boot camp yeah. on the pier where yeah. it was like a, it was like a fitness themed uh, year this year. Mm-hmm. And so you brought a group out there. Actually, you brought everybody out there in <laughs> different groups right, and right. you were like a sergeant. instructing them to drop down give me 10 all this stuff right yeah you were so good you sounded like a real sergeant wow (laughs) how did that come about like you you're were you involved in military stuff at all martial arts stuff how did that yes i was involved in martial arts but i honestly do not know where it came from i was so sarah was supposed to do it one of the mentors and i was just like talking to her i was like you should do it this way and she's like no like you sounded so good so i just like did it and i just went with it i was like this is so fun yeah <laughs> so i don't i honestly don't know where it came from but it was really fun to do it that was just a character yeah it was oh just my character. gosh it was it was so believable i'm like this was was hope in the army what, what's going on right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so tell me about your martial arts mm-hmm. up hanging when did you start um i started oh my gosh i think i started when i was like four or five years old my parents just wanted to put us in um she like all, all four of us, you know, all my siblings, we went in, and it was just like one of those things because I'm I'm from Brooklyn, so we just like my parents wanted us to be able to defend ourselves, um, and also to learn how to just not only protect ourselves but kind of know our worth and low discipline and and low honor and low respect for each other, but also like for yourself because you need to respect yourself. Yeah. So yeah, and I I did it until i was like 19 i did it for a long time and i love it i love my family over there hodakon dojo <laughs> yeah nice so. so do you think martial arts mm-hmm. helped lay the foundation for your confidence yeah absolutely because i feel like just as at least for like the dojo that i went to they're very like family oriented like the people who run the dojo are all like family. Mm. Um, it's like it started with like husband and wife and their kids and like everything and their grandkids now and and so yeah, because I feel like in a sense, I, since I literally grew up with this this Hodokan dojo family, like they've always supported me in like everything mm. and like supported me going to college and all these things, which was like so big because being homeschooled, it's like you don't really have community unless you go out there and get it. Sure. So. Um, but this dojo really like helped me with my confidence and with just getting out there and just anytime that I had like a question about just literally life stuff and they were like, Oh, you, you can do it. <laughs> like you can kick that guy's butt. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Love that. Yeah. I love that. How, yeah. how, how important is family to you? Not just your immediate family, but family members that you kind of bring in over time, like, yeah. like the Hazines or like yeah. maybe the dojo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Family is so important. Because I feel like just for me, me, my morals is like community, fellowship is like 
the base for everything. Because, like, if you don't have that, you're alone. And that sucks. And it's, I don't think you could really, like, live off of that, you know? And yeah. I I was so fortunate to be able to grow up in a family who are so loving, so giving, and just so supportive of one, of, one another. And that's just kind of how I want to promote to, like, my family friends, like, the Hazims and, like, you guys is, like... Yeah. I want you guys to know, like, I love you guys, support you, and, like, respect you, and, like, whatever you gotta do, like, do it, you know what I mean? Because, like, a supportive family and a loving family, like, lasts forever. That's just how I see it. Amen, sister. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I love this TLT fa family that, that we have here. It's really, honestly, the best community of people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. I, I've moved around it every two years. I've been, I've traveled a lot, met so many people. Yeah through moving and all this stuff i've i've learned to adapt to my environment and be able to make friends no matter where i am and be able yeah. to socialize and yet people that i was born knowing the hazims and this yeah. whole group the tlt group it's been a part of my life now since 26 to 10 right. i mean it really is the most consistent loving truly loving people yeah um and i just love this community where where I, I get to hang out with people like you and we're all so encouraging to each other. And I, and it, it's, it really, it makes me so happy to know that it's not just me it's in the sense of it's not just me. The TLT has helped so much, but yeah. to hear your story as far as, I mean, you were even raised in this dojo environment, mm -hmm. but yet it was still a struggle and yeah. to go to TLT and have it has such a breakthrough for you where it affects your life like it has mine it yeah it's it's cool because we're in this together like yeah. it's it's very it's very cool very true. and so every time i talk with you you're talking about how you live here <laughs> how you do this how you go there tell me about california so you went right from brooklyn new york mm -hmm. to cali yeah um those are the only two spots that you've lived so far i Am count I right? israel as a spot because i Love lived it. there for a little while but yeah so i went for like raised born in brooklyn new york Israel to California, which was totally not expected because I actually want to live in California. I wanted to live in Arizona for some reason. Um, but so what part of Cali? I live in so I live in like they call it like SoCal or like Southern California. You know, that's, that's oh, the cool the spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Best beaches by far. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, closer to Mexico, which is like good Mexican like uh, food. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Taco but, heaven down there. Oh, yeah. So so what brings you to Cali? So, um, fun fact, my brother was supposed to go to Calvary Chapel Bible College in like 2015. So we went there and we saw the, the whole campus and the school and I really liked it. I hated it. I was like, this is so weird. It's like everybody's like lovey-dovey, whatever, because they're Christian. Yeah. And I was like, this is not for me. Um, and then again, <laughs> like I just never thought I would go to college. So I wasn't even thinking about that. Sure. So, and then when, like, the time came for me to even, like, remotely think about it, I was like, I don't know. So, um, I actually wanted, this is a little embarrassing, but it's kind of cool. I wanted to become a ballerina. <laughs> As your career. <laughs> As my career. I was like, I'm going to be a ballerina at, like, 5'4", you know, perfect. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I was all in. 
And then, <laughs> so I looked up schools in California and I was like, this is it. $50,000 a semester, I could do it. Yeah, easy. You know? to, be, like, to, to follow my dream. Exactly. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> so I like, so my dad was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, you know, being this where daddy was, he's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll put look. a lean on the house. Yeah, we'll, you know. <laughs> we'll, I'll like, sell everything. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We'll just live in a trailer, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, so like we prayed about it and my dad was just like, I really don't think this is a good idea. And he didn't want to crush my dreams because this was like my whole thing. Like besides karate, I was like in dance since I was like three. So I was like, this is, this is my dream, dad. Like, don't take this away from me. And so, um, he, um, he was like, I really think you should try to do like a smaller school. So I was looking at like Bible colleges and so Calvary came up again. I was like, no dad, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and he was just like, just look, just look. So I looked it up again and I like started praying about it and I felt like so much weirdly a lot of peace about it. And I was like, okay, okay. So I applied and I got accepted like within a month later and I was nice. like, oh, okay. So I guess this is happening. And then, yeah, and I went there and I just can't leave California now. So, so have you graduated Calvary? Or are you st still in school? So I graduate actually December of this year. Congratulations. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. So in apologetics and in leadership training, all this type of stuff that we do at, at, at HLT. Yeah, pretty much. Very cool. Which is was not on purpose. So that's kind of, you know, there we go. It all it all <laughs> is cohesive. Full circle. <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. What's what's your favorite thing to do there hobby wise? Like 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 outdoor wise, maybe like it's just so beautiful. Um oh, I love going to the beach. Um there's a beach called Carlsbad and it's so nice. It's like such a touristy place. Sorry about it, but like the beach seems like a private beach at the same time and then around it is like really good and stuff like that and then I, i'm also like close to san diego which a lot of people know of nice so I like that. would you as far to call it carl's good yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my gosh so you're in college mm -hmm. calvary yeah. california meeting a lot of cool people i'm assuming right oh yeah yeah lots of cool f f folks oh, yeah. at, at camp this <gasps> year at conference this year you were laying down some tracks yeah i'm like hope you could be a dj you yeah. said I was. I yeah. Tell me about being a DJ. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like, the Lord, you know, He does things. So like, I've like, I was like, I want to be a DJ. So I was like praying about it. Actually, I wasn't. I just wanted to be a DJ. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I went to um, Ashley, Ashley Wingo, and she's like, she was a part of like the getting the, like the banquet and everything ready. And I went to her in the beginning of the semester. I was like, hey, like, can I find a DJ for you? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I went to, like, my church. And, like, my church, um, Reliance, they have, like, really good DJs there. So I was like, oh, like, yes. Yeah. So we'll ask them. So I asked them. And, like, each one of them were like, no, like, we can't do it that day. Like, sorry about it. Like, no. And, like, little by little, I was like, can I just, can I just be the DJ? So I went to her. And I was like, so unfortunately, we can't find anybody. And I just think, like what if I did it? You know, I'll learn. I'll like search YouTube. I like, I, 
I just like preached it to her. I was like, I don't know I, what the other word is, but it's just like, I told her, I was like, I can do this. She's like, okay. Cause it was the day before. So, oh my gosh. So You're like, trust me tonight. I'll watch all the YouTube yes. videos. I will learn how to, how oh. to mix that track. Absolutely. So that's what I did. And which was really the best because it was also finals week, but we won't talk about that. Um, so I like. <laughs> so it's be like studying on your test and you're just there like watching some guy on YouTube be like, all right, so this is how you. <laughs> yeah. And then wow. I was like, okay. And then Genesis 1-1. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. And then, oh so, um, yeah, so I just, like, learned, and I called up, like, anybody that I could that would just give me anything, and luckily, I was able to get a good playlist and learn some really cool things about Spotify, which I kind of... Like what? So, like, Spotify actually has this setting where it's kind of like a DJ setting, which now I feel bad because for all the real DJs out there... You're about to expose them? Yeah, like... <laughs> Literally, it's like two settings on a Spotify playlist that will basically like mix and like, um, I think it's like merge in, oh, sorry, like merge or cross fade the songs. Yeah. Where it's, so I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. So that's what I did. And I called myself a DJ. And like, I think that counts. <laughs> so. sure. you're, hey, you're cross fading <laughs> songs out here. Exactly. You're a DJ. Yeah. Ex amen. So <laughs> I, yeah, it was so fun. And they gave me like a whole booth and like a sound system. And I loved it because I also really love AV. So I have like a whole like side thing with that. Yeah. Uh, it was just like my dream, living my dream, being a DJ. Wow. That sounds very fun. How long yeah. did that last? A day. Oh. <laughs> you told me you're a DJ in college. I thought like you went from there and we're like, okay, then I started doing clubs and then it just got crazy. I went through a drug thing and I, I'm, I, oh, yeah. I, I came out of it. Oh but. yeah. Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. <laughs> that was me. That, that's what I was expecting. But no, yeah. just one, no, just one just day. Just one day. But you, you got it lit up. Oh, I, oh. Oh, yeah. you lit up TLTCon. Oh, yeah. We, it was just one day after, after our sessions. It was actually after the longest day of the whole week. Yeah. We woke up at like 530. We got done with our final talk at like what, like 10, 11? Yeah. People were falling asleep. They were yeah. passing out. They were so tired. Yeah. And then DJ Hope got up there, started laying down a track. Yeah. Everybody in the room turned up for like an hour. <laughs> we have so much footage of people going crazy for a whole hour, jumping, sweating, carrying each other, doing all these dance moves, making yeah. a circle, doing flips, doing all this stuff. It was. It, it was, was crazy. It was epic. Yeah. And DJ we, Hope. DJ Hope. <laughs> and we actually did a dance party the night after, like an yeah. official one. Yeah. Didn't even come close. Yeah. I'm not going to call out the Fair DJ enough. that came, but <laughs> it was no DJ Hope. Let's just let's just say that. Yeah. That's so, thing. you went from being a child. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Who, Keep going. <laughs> who didn't like herself too much. Yeah. Thought she was dumb dumb. Yeah. Came out of it. Yeah. Decided, you know what? I can do anything that I put my mind to. Absolutely. I'm not going to let these labels like learning deficient. Yeah. Uh -uh. Or all, all that. Uh -uh. Those labels. No, 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 no need to wear them like a badge. Uh -uh. Get them out of here. There we go. You then are traveling the world. Yeah. You're moving to different states across, across the country. Mm -hmm. You're DJing. Yeah. You're leading people. Mm -hmm. What's next for Hope? <laughs> wow i have so many things i want to do in life it's crazy but some of the things that i've been really 
like pray about and just like honing in on is I want to have I would love to love to love to have like my own businesses and two of them would be um, a tea company because I love tea and I think it's so beneficial for our health and um and then I would like a film production studio business <laughs> yeah that sounds right up my alley oh, everything yeah. you just said oh yeah you trying to collab let's do it so what got you into film so funny story when i was it's not really funny it's just straight so um when i was younger me and my siblings just loved making films especially my older brothers because they had like the eye touches oops, sorry the eye touches with like um, the iMovie on it and we just make film. It was so fun. Yeah. And then um, when I was about 15 years old, I only went to my mom. This is embarrassing. I was like, mom, I want to have a YouTube channel. She's like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> like, she didn't know how to like be like, you know. Um, and I was like, no, like I'm really serious about it. And I love my mom. It's just like whenever I ask her serious things, it's just sometimes she's just like, I don't know why you just go and do it like every normal child, but I just had to ask her. So sure. I asked her and I like prayed about it for a year. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this is what I'm doing. So when I was 16, I started up a YouTube channel called Having Hope. It's a good title. It's a good yeah. name. And I just started like making film and editing and I just like loved it. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Do you still? yeah really yeah so i made uh fast forward i was like so i was like vlogging and like doing all these like fun videos edits great and every year since i think like 20 so like 2016 i have like this year in review recap that like my family sees every year and it just like you can see like the progression of how good i get yeah not to be a little but like no, come on yes, yeah. <laughs> so i just i love it and the last one i did i think was like the best one i ever did and then also this year, I made my first official, like, short film. Get out. Yeah. And I, like, directed it. I filmed it, edited it. Like, everything, I did it. Except the, yeah, like, you'll have to see the film. But I had, oh, like. Oh, I cannot wait to watch it. We, we're going to actually yeah. link your channel and film down in the description. If you're interested in having yeah. hope, get in that. Please. Yeah. Click that link. For yeah. So I did that. And I loved it so much. Because just, like. What you say, like, during camp, it's, like, I love watching people watch my stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, it was so, such a, sorry, it was so fun to see every, all my classmates be, like, hope, like, that was really good. And me being, like, really? <laughs> you know? And then like, my yeah, friend, I spent about, like, 20 hours on it, but yeah. I'm glad you think it's good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then, like, my, my mom actually watched it, and she was just, like, I feel like I'm hyping it up too much. My mom watched it and she didn't realize it was mine. She's like, wow, like this is a really good film. And I was like, yeah, I made it. She's like, what? So it was just like, that was, that just made me love film even more. And I was like, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I loved doing short films and vlogs and all that yeah. fun stuff. But then as I became an adult, I was like, oh shoot, I have to make money. Now. <laughs> Oh, so I started man. filming for all these things, but that is yeah. really, really awesome. That huh. it, it's a side of you that I only knew about this week. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so. you have so many sides to you. You're like a, you're like one of those twelve sided die. Each time you, you throw it down, it just gives you a different number, and you're, you're like, yeah, I, I almost can't believe it. Is yeah. there anything else that I don't know about you yet? <laughs> so you're you're an army sergeant. You're a DJ. Yeah, you're a world traveler. Yeah, you're able to do anything. You're confident amazing young lady thank you is there anything else that that 
you're passionate about that that you are interested in? I mean, you seem to have a lot. Of, you seem <laughs> like I don't know. Like I I feel very similar to you mm. as far as I have so many passions. I have so many things I, I want to do, and I just kind of have to choose which one. Yeah. Which I feel like a lot. It's very common amongst our age group. Yeah. To be like, oh, I have no idea what I want to do. Yeah. I have no passions. Yeah. And they just kind of chill. Yeah. While we're like, hey, let's get this. Like, we're, like, we're going. We're, we're doing. We're going and doing. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do next? What's what's uh? Is there anything more? I mean, I know that you just laid down like more. You just laid down like four people's dreams right in front of me. But <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I really want to get my master's degree in theology and become a professor. I think that would just be really cool to have, like, that title. Professor Hope. Like, um, why not? Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. And then just have, like, just, like, work at a college or something. I also um, would – I was just talking about to Dr. and Jerry about this today. I have such a heart for, like, missions. Like, and it just keeps coming up over and over and over again. And I would love to become, like, the ambassador for Elevate Life, the missions director. Wow. And she was like, whoa. And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> so put me on the board. But so <laughs> I was like, I don't give you a choice. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just going to keep praying about that. But yeah, I just, I love that. And I like, don't get me wrong. I think everyone should go through TLT Con 100%. I think you should go every four years, the whole curriculum, like over and over again. Because I, it, I mean, <laughs> it has I changed mean, come on. lives. Come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and evidence of that. Um. But I just, I want to take it abroad and I want to like bring these kids who are passionate about this and just take it overseas. So yeah, I want to do that too. I love that. Yeah. That is so cool. Hope you are literally probably the coolest person I've ever met. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you surprise me. You Thank shock you. me every day. Thank you. Um, you are amazing. Thanks. The greatness I see in you. No, we're, we're just going <laughs> to oh do gosh. some things. We're just going to do some things we can <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, the greatness I see in you is you you are an overcomer. You are a super achiever. You're so passionate. What you just described to me, it, it sends chills down my spine. It's amazing. It's like the fact that it's so encouraging. And I'm sure to people who watch this that feel like they are not enough or they are not are. able to do things. I mean, yeah, you are walking living proof, proof that's all mindset. It's yeah. all what you're telling yourself. Yeah. And it's all what you think that you can do. You can do it.